Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, August 23rd. The Canadian housing market continues to provide both bright spots and concerns for the wider economy as affordability and supply issues disrupt the market. A new report from Remax Canada looks at the detached homes market in the Greater Toronto, Greater Vancouver and Fraser Valley and found that after prices declined in the first three months of 2023, there was a buying rally from investors and others seizing on improved affordability. While this activity helped push prices up, close to 93% of detached homes posted a decline in values in the first six months of the year overall, compared to the same period in 2022. These decreases were generally in single digits. There were some markets that managed to buck the trend and post price gains in the first six months of 2023, compared to a year earlier, including four in Toronto's downtown core that gained 16% and Gulf Islands BC that gained 13%. Inventory remains a significant barrier to housing market activity. Of the 60 markets in the GTA, nearly half reported a decline in new listings in June 2023 compared to June 2022. And in Greater Vancouver, nine of the 60 markets surveyed experienced a shortage of inventory in June. Affordability remains a challenge too and is the most significant factor influencing buying activity and forcing potential buyers to adjust their choices. While fear of recession remains, many of the world's largest investors are growing more confident that conditions will improve and are weighing larger allocations to private market assets. A global survey from Prekin shows that there are concerns around the ability of these assets to outperform in the next 12 months, but institutions are still planning to increase private allocations to hedge against uncertainty. 8 in 10 respondents have allocations to at least one private asset class and 39% have three or more. Private equity is the most held asset class at 6 63% and 34% intend to allocate more to PE in the next 12 months, including 84% of these who will do so before the end of 2023. This is surprising given that more than half of poll participants think PE is currently overvalued and 25% expect worse performance in the next 12 months. Infrastructure is set to be the second most held asset class in the next 12 months as 41% plan to allocate more, especially to the US, which is seen as a big opportunity region. Private debt has outperformed, according to 90% of respondents who said the asset class had met or exceeded their expectations in the last 12 months, and 53% think this will be the case in the coming 12 months, with 45% intending to increase allocations. For real estate, there's expectation that some short-term pain is likely, with most respondents thinking the cycle is in decline or near the bottom, and 47% believe performance of their real estate portfolio will decline in the coming year. Hedge funds are set for recovery, with 60% of investors feeling that hedge funds either met or exceeded their expectations in the past 12 months. But overall, there's an optimistic tone from institutional investors. As the summer months began, investors in Canadian funds continued to warm to ETFs while putting mutual funds on ice. The latest stats from IFIC reveal that the trend of mutual fund net redemptions continued in July and reached their highest level in 2023 so far. The $4.8 billion figure eclipsed the $4.2 billion in net redemptions seen in June and brought the year-to-date total to more than $17.5 billion. While every month this year, apart from February, has posted net redemptions so far, in January they totaled just 477 million, less than 10% of July's total. Put into year-over-year -year context, net redemptions for July 2022 were $4.6 billion and year-to-date totaled $6.6 billion. 
Last month's pullback was all due to long-term funds, with balance funds recording net redemptions of $4.6 billion and equity funds losing $1.9 billion. This was offset by bonds and specialty long-term funds and money market funds. Mutual fund assets increased by $19.5 billion, or 1% month over month, to $1.91 trillion. In July 2022, these assets were worth $1.87 trillion. Meanwhile, the story for ETFs continued to be a positive one, with net sales of $2.8 billion, down from June's $3.5 billion. Year-to-date total net sales totaled $21.2 billion. Net sales were recorded across all asset classes, led by bond and equity long-term funds and total money market funds. Balanced and Specialty completed the net sales picture for long-term funds. Looking back at 2022, net sales for ETFs in July were $1.5 billion and year-to-date total net sales was $17.6 billion. ETF assets in July 2023 were up $8.3 billion or 2.4% month over month to $356.8 billion. In July 2022, these assets were worth $303.7 billion. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. Young Canadians are already on the path to a brighter retirement. Brooke Thackeray of Horizons ETFs warns current economic optimism is misplaced. And gold continues to shine as a hedge against uncertainty. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.